This podcast is for informational purposes only and does not constitute legal, tax, investment, financial, or other advice. It is not intended to cause or induce breach of an existing agency agreement. Hello? 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 This is the Vancouver Commercial with a state podcast. And welcome back to the Vancouver Commercial Real Estate Podcast. I'm Corey Wright. And I'm Adam Scalina. How you doing, Corey? I'm just, I, I got to say, you're you're going to be uh, airborne here in like less than, what, 12 hours? Yeah, this is this is the last stop on the tour here. This is the last stop before I go to the airport and lose my luggage. Yeah, so I'm I'm the last person you see be- before uh, Donald Duck. Always saving the best for last. <laughs> exactly. We should say you're off to Disneyland, Disney World. Where, Disneyland, where yeah. We're going to go try our luck at the Magic Kingdom for a week and a half or whatever we're going for. But Where's Disneyland? Is that Florida? California. That's California. I've got Which one's Florida is another Disney F- Florida is where something. all the, the expensive. That's where all the rich people go. Oh, we're yeah. going to we're going to the the Disney World tester site down there called Disneyland. Ah, we okay. got a four and a six year old I've never flown before, so I don't know if I'm coming back home alive or what. So holy, it's going to be interesting. You have the screen set up, the iPads. The got iPads are fully charged. We've bought video game console things for the airplane. We're trying. We're pulling out all the stops. Nice, nice. Well, we've got a great show today. Uh, we should say we've got Ed Main, uh, Mayor of Parksville, on the program today. Ed Main. Thing about Ed is he has an an extensive history in commercial real estate. Right, he worked in the fast food industry as the VP of real estate construction and engineering for Tim Hortons yeah. prior to getting into politics since the seventies. Yeah, yeah. So wealth of knowledge really understands construction and development. So it's great to have him on the program at his capacity as a mayor. Well, I think it's one thing too, maybe why Parksville has sort of seen the uptick that it has. And he talks about this on the, on the episode there. They've been in power for about four years now and they have a very proactive forward thinking council. And that's really what it takes some of these older type communities where you need people that are looking past, you mean, what the community is today, but what can it be in 10 years? Because right. that's when you start putting the footprint in. And his his history of being in Tim Hortons, and he also talks, he's a franchise owner, owns a couple of Tim Hortons on the island. I mean, there's probably a wealth of business knowledge that can be applied to politics to really help jumpstart and really push Parksville forward. And the evidence is there. When you go through Parksville now, you're seeing more development and all of that stuff. And he speaks to this on the show. Uh, than I ever expected going through. And that's why we wanted to reach out to him and have him join us because I was shocked to see how much was developing in Parksville. And it's it's filling itself. Very low vacancy rates he talks about. My general sense of Ed's process is to look at something and say, why is this so complicated? And then make it simple. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. You know, a guy with that type of wealth of experience coming from the business world like that, I'm sure it's multiplied 10x in the politics there, especially in a small town community like that that probably has never had a mayor with that type of experience from the business standpoint that's really pushing that community forward. And he's doing a very, very impressive job. Yeah, absolutely. We talk about Ed basically getting into politics. We talk about Parksville, how it's changed over the last five years. Uh, What are some of the challenges that the city is facing? How are they tackling those challenges? And then of course, what what is exciting about the region in the next you know five to ten years? Yeah, uh, which yeah. it's it's a great conversation. Really looking forward to getting into into that conversation with Ed. Before we do, quick uh, update on the market here. I know you and Matt did a 
did basically yeah. a, a, a commercial 101 last week. Really positive feedback on that episode, by the way. But how, generally speaking, it sounds like you're busy. We've been surprisingly really busy considering everything that's happening around us. And we've talked about this over and over and over again, how in commercial it just really suffers from a lot of you know, lack of a good inventory. And right. in our side of the business, there's institutional buyers, there's pension fund buyers, there's private buyers, there's large companies that buy. So there's a lot of cash that's still on the side that seems to be propelling itself into the marketplace. And when you deal with some of those those type of buyers on the on that type of, you know, larger scale assets, sometimes they're paying cash and they'll refinance them later. So they're almost, I don't want to say they're exempt, but they're, they, the interest rates don't really affect their decision because they're penciling out 10 or even 20 years on these assets. So, right. so we've seen an uptick of that surprisingly, and it's been, it's been really, really busy, never a good time to go away. So, you know, me going away is probably the reason why the businesses, the industry is picking up because wanna, I'm leaving. Want to get I'm busy, get plan just, a vacation. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I'm leaving. Everyone's like, Hey, let's do business now that Corey's gone. So it's, uh, it's been surprisingly really, really good. But again, you know, time will tell how, how far this plays out, but surprisingly, the month of July has been extremely busy. So dis, so the commercial and residential worlds feel pretty disconnected right now because we've we've been talking a lot about the the slowdown in residential and and clearly you're just not feeling that in commercial. Well, the difference is I think too is when you're buying a house, they're looking at like how much money does Adam Scalina make, and obviously right. you got property in Kelowna, we know how much you make, but they're saying how much does Adam Scalina make? I can afford the Kelowna market. <laughs> 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 um, so they're looking at your income and they're making decisions based on that. And that's where those interest rates will have dramatic effect on, on your payments versus when you're buying say an investment building, there's rental income, all of that stuff. So although the interest rate will have dramatic impact on your loan to value, that rental income still comes in, which really helps support things. And you've got so many different asset classes in commercial that when one's down, it seems like one's up. So, you know, we're kind of at a disadvantage on this side, because we have so many more pillars that are sort of propelling our market. My investments are, by the way, Kelowna, Saskatchewan. It's just outside of Moose Jaw. Yeah, yeah. uh, <laughs> I, I didn't tell you that part. I'm just getting over COVID, by the way. I should have told you that before we oh, uh, we locked thanks. ourselves in a four by four room. But yeah. Don't uh, worry, I don't have to go to the airport tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm I'm testing negative now. So uh, I'm, I'm good. I'm back in. But why don't we cut to this conversation with Ed Main? Because this is a, this is a great conversation with another mayor from BC I know who is progressive forward thinking and overall just seems like a great guy so uh, fortunate to have that on the on the program today enjoy guys this podcast is presented by impact commercial impact commercial John Allen the team over there are fantastic they've been, all been on the show they have yeah. friends of the show great guys wealth of experience they can help with all your commercial financing needs whether it's owner occupiers land development funds commercial investments or multifamily these guys got you covered and they recently obtained their CMHC correspondent lender status so for all your commercial lending needs visit them at impactcommercial.ca that's impact commercial Okay, so we're here with Ed Main, Mayor of Parksville. How are you doing, Ed? I'm doing real good today. Beautiful weather outside. The, the ocean is looking great. What else could you ask from life? I feel like Parksville is a great place to be in on a day like today. Like it's uh it's it's a beautiful place if if our, some of our listeners have never visited. It's a wonderful place. It, it absolutely is. I mean, we're right down on the on the ocean front here. Perfect view of the mainland with the mountains on one side and then we have the Vancouver Island mountains behind us. The scenery is absolutely spectacular. 
Ed, can you maybe start by telling our listeners a little bit about yourself? Well, I, I'm uh, I'm 70 odd years old. I've been uh, mayor for the last uh, four years, coming up to four years very soon. And uh, prior to that, I was mayor in 2008 to 2010 as well. And I resigned at that time to take a run at the leadership of the Liberal Party. And when I wasn't successful with that, I got out of politics for a while. I own a number of uh, Tim Horton stores here on the island, and uh, that, that's what I do. I mean, I've been in the, I've been in the um, real estate, construction, development side of fast food since 1977. Wow! And I just it's it's because we actually we're we're going to mention that, but you you're you have a past as the VP of real estate construction and engineering for Tim Hortons. How how did you get into politics? <laughs> well, probably the same way as most people do. You just get, hear something one day and it doesn't sit well with you and you have a choice. You can either live with it or you say, I've got to do something about it and, and decide to run. Originally, my uh, I was out fly fishing and thinking about it and I made the decision, okay, I'm going to run for council. And I went home and I told my wife, look, I'm going to run for council for the city of Parksville. And she said, you are not a passenger. You are the bus driver. You either run for mayor or you're going to regret your move. So I decided, all right, I'll run for mayor. <laughs> well, Ed, thanks so much for taking the time to join us today. And one of the reasons why we want to have you on today is, is we were talking and, and Nanaimo's obviously been on a lot of people's radar from the commercial real estate standpoint, from the developing and, and all of that stuff over there. And I was, I was going through Parksville not too long ago. And I couldn't believe the development and the change and the progression of Parksville that we wanted to reach out and have you on and, and hear the story of what's happening right now. How is Parksville, what's changed in Parksville, say, over the past five or 10 years that's really kind of made it a lot more exciting than maybe what, what, what it once was previously? Well, uh, that's a really good question. It, it, the reality is, is that it's probably been over the last three or four years when this new council came came in at the last election. Everybody was very... Uh, like-minded. We all recognize the fact that Parksville could no longer continue to be a retirement community if it was going to sustain. It had to become community of all demographics. And so we we took it upon ourselves. We knew we had to attract young families. And so that was the start of it. And from there, we built, in the last four years, we've added a thousand apartments in, in uh, Stratus, into the community. You know, we've, we've worked on reducing approval times from the city staff's perspective. We now uh, average about one week to get a building permit out for um, housing and about two or three weeks for um, commercial development. And development permits are taking us about two or three months to get through rather than the typical six months to a year. That was our whole thing, was to provide service to the development community so that when people thought about where did they want to go to build, first thought was Parksville because they can get their paperwork done quickly. And that's that's really what it was all about. That That's incredible. And we've got uh, two podcasts that we do, and one on commercial real estate and one on residential real estate. And Obviously, a common theme that is that comes up all the time is the bottleneck of of going through municipalities. And in Vancouver, arguably, it it's gotten so painful that we've we've seen developers kind of move on to other regions. Why? First of all, how did you go about changing that process? And was it a difficult process to uh, to change? Well, it, 
we we had a great advantage. We ha- we brought in a two or three weeks after our, I took over as mayor, we we had a parting of the ways with the previous um, chief administrative officer, and we hired a lady that was very well versed. She was a planner. She she had all the right attributes, and uh, she started and then has built a team up of fairly young individuals that are dynamic and they want to go. Their whole thing is is how can we help you get it done, not how can we delay it or how can we not approve it? And that makes all the difference in the world. And staff here have been phenomenal with doing that. Right. Now, one thing to there, Mayor, one thing when we were, I was going through there, you were seeing sort of expansion of like commercial side of the business as well. And we've talked to a lot of business owners and stuff like that in Greater Victoria and now Nanaimo. And it seems like Parksville I won't say like a halo effect, but are you guys seeing an increase in interest for businesses and sectors like that to come into Parksville now? Maybe more since what since COVID has pushed out the livability space? What we are seeing is a number of individuals coming here to work at home because, I mean, you got your choice. You can work at home in Vancouver and pay $3 million for a house. You can come over here and pay $900,000 for a house and do the same job. You know, th- those type of positions are pretty good. To be very, very honest, we've, we've had a, a difficult time with the um, commercial side of it or the industrial side of it because we didn't have the workforce. And we still don't have a massive workforce now just because our, our population, our average age is like 62 or 63 years old. So, uh, you know, the, the, the workforce, that age group between 20 and 55, that's only 24 percent of our population. And you consider that in the province of British Columbia, that's 48%. It kind of gives you an idea that we have a very limited workforce here. That's why we wanted young to attract young families, to, to build that up, if you will. With maybe an older demographic, is the city of Parksville dealing with the same challenges that a lot of other municipalities and cities are dealing with with the medical industry there, with trying to get private practitioners and all of that to the Parksville area? We could do a whole podcast on on my feelings towards the medical uh, situation in the in the province of British Columbia, or for that matter, in the in in the country. There's just not enough doctors. I don't care how you cut it. it you know, we only graduate 2,500 doctors a year for all of Canada, and out of those 2,500, there's only about 30 percent that are family doctors. So you're taking what 30 percent of 2,500. So what? 80, 80 doctors across Canada that are available to do family practice. If you can't draw people, young families to your community for carpenters' jobs or electricians' jobs, how are you going to attract doctors to your community? That really becomes the issue. And so, yes, it is, it's an issue with us and we need to fix it. Right. Can we talk about like, so clearly one of the biggest challenges is, is getting young people to move to Parksville. What has been the strategy to kind of to, to get people to, to come? We've been really focusing on amenities. We just built a, a new uh, community center or refurbished an old community center into a new one. And we added 91 daycare spaces. You know, we, we've been really concentrating on increasing the number of daycare um, spaces available for the whole city. We've just on Friday, we're opening up a new outdoor theater. We've spent millions, literally millions of dollars over the last three years on our crown jewel of Parksville, which is our community park. And uh, you know, so so we're spending money on the amenities to, to make it attractive. 
It's nice to say you got water trails and you've got the water and all that, but that doesn't make the kids happy. You got to make the 13 and 14 year olds uh, happy to live here. And so, um, you know, that's what we're looking at. That's how, what we're aiming at. And how does your, uh, I, I kind of want to bring, bring up your, your past, obviously, because you've got this, this rich history of, of working in the, in the construction and engineering and, and development in, uh, in the fast food chains. But how does that past experience lend itself to, to running a, a city? The big thing for, for me and, and is the leadership side of it. And typically, you know, when we, when we first came to office, they, I was going through the uh, paperwork and I must have had about seven or eight ring binders full of business plans, you know, and they were 50. 80, 100 page long business plans for council to go through. And I just said, wait a minute, this is nonsense. Focus, focus on what's important. So the first thing that I did in, with the, in conjunction with the council is I had a parish roundtable. We invited 80 or 90 people from all walks of life in, in the city of Parksville, sat them down on a Saturday and said, tell us what you want Parksville to be. And we listened to them. We then took that and we picked five key objectives that they were talking about. And then since that day forward, right up until today, those five key objectives are what we work on for, for most of our, our um, discussions. You know, you get, you get off on stray uh, subjects once in a while. But the reality is, is we, we have been focusing on the five key objectives and, and it, that has worked. Stay focused. I mean, you, you do that in construction. You don't start plumbing one time, and then the next day you start on the electrical, and the next day you start doing something else. You, you've, you've got a sequence of events that's got to go on. So to answer your question, you have to be disciplined, and you have to stay stay focused on what you're doing, get it done, and then move on to the next item. Can you elaborate on what those objectives are for the city of Parksville that you guys are continuing to work towards? Sure. Yeah. It, it, you know, The first one is public safety economic development, affordable housing, doctors, and recreation. Wow. So doctors actually has a, its own pillar. It does. It does. Even though the municipality really has absolutely no say about doctors. I mean, we, we have no control over that whatsoever. But, you know, every chance I get, every time somebody from the province is here, I'm in their ear saying, what are you doing about doctors? Where is it? How come it's not happening here? What are you going to do next? It, you just got to keep nattering at them and, and let them know that you're not going to forget about it. Is there anything that the city of Parksville can do to incentivize doctors to come there for a practice thing that maybe other it, municipalities haven't done yet? It, it's a pretty, uh, pretty narrow thing because, as I said, you're really competing for a very narrow spectrum of individuals. And you're doing that for every community in Canada. They're competing for it. I mean, really, think about if you were a, a young doctor graduating from UBC and you're coming out and you owe $300,000 in student loans. Do you want to go to Parksville or do you want to go to the city of Vancouver where you have an opportunity to make a lot more money, you know, in the hospitals and so on? So it becomes a very difficult thing to, to attract and incentivize people. There are some things we can't do. Like a doctor's setting up a practice. I can't go to him and say, look, I'm going to pay your rent for six months or anything that's that's helping a private business and that's against the law we can't do that right in thinking about affordability in parksville how's the municipality tackling affordability 
That, that's a really interesting question, and I could sit here and rhyme off statistics all day long to you about it. But the reality is, is that up until four or five years ago, our our vacancy rate on uh, rental units was 0.5 percent, so a half of one percent of, of vacancy rate. We there were virtually no apartments available. It was all single family homes. Sounds like that's a good thing. Okay, two people. Um, you know, let's say a family 30, 40 years ago moves into Parksville. 20 years later, the two kids go off to school and then go and do their thing and they're out of the house. 20 years further down the road, one of the partners die and now you've got one person living in the house. 42% of the houses in Parksville have one person living in it and 47 more percent have two people living in it. So when you look at it, 89% of our houses have Two people or less in, in the housing here. So what happens is once once the one partner passes, there's a sentimental value to these homes that have been lived in for 30, 40 years for that family. And the other partner doesn't want to leave. So, you know, it takes a huge price tag to get somebody to move. So there goes the price of housing. And, and you know, it just goes on from there. And do you do you find that the demand is is there? Is it is it a question of if we build more, uh, they will come? Sure. I mean, we if, if I had the land available to build, we could build all day long. Take look at Mississauga, Ontario, for example, one of the largest cities in Canada. They've actually had a, a population decrease over the last ten years for that exact same reason as I just explained. You know, four people two people, one people, you know, on. So, it, uh, you know, when you look at that, that doesn't help us any, I guess is what it's saying. In thinking about the municipality, we've talked a little bit about uh, some of the challenges. What are, what are you excited about when it, when it comes to the future of the, of the region? Oh, I get excited every day when I walk to work and, and I do a little block away from City Hall, which is absolutely fantastic. You know, red or shine, I can get here with with no problem at all but you know it is a wonderful place to live hundreds of thousands of people a year come to parksville to spend their summer holidays we get the luxury of doing that 12 months of the year so you know from that perspective it's a great place to live we have one of the best community parks and then you look at where we're at financially steve parksville has more money per capita in the bank for our future reserve requirements in any other community in per capita than any other community on Vancouver Island. We've got the lowest tax increases. Our tax increase was three and a half percent for this year. You know, financially we we have zero debt as well. We are one been ranked as one of the most sustainable communities in, in British Columbia. So, you know, when you look at all that stuff, we've got all the fundamentals. We just need to start getting young families in here. And boy, that's a challenge. It feels good when 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 you start to see it happen. We moved the, uh, the that vacancy rate from a half of one percent. We're now at one point nine percent vacancy rate, and I'm I think within the next year we'll probably be about two and a half percent. Wow, Mayor, can you speak to any exciting projects that are going on in the city of Parksville? Whether that be anything from a rental or affordable rental to a strata condo or even a commercial development that's going on. Well, that, that would take us probably another half hour because we do have so many projects right now. Just a, a multitude of um, anything from 20 unit to 100 unit type buildings. We don't have massive big 
skyscrapers. Our our limit is six is five floors, and the odd time we'll let a six floor building sneak through. But you know the reality is is that it, it, they're five floor apartments. So there's a number of them going on. We're working on trying to get a new swimming uh, a swimming pool and a multiplex for the area. Um, you know, the, there's all, the opening of the uh, uh, outdoor theater. We just opened up the uh, downtown uh, Memorial Plaza, uh, which is a closed off a street and, pay, and concreted it and, and did all the things there to make it a pedestrian way. We've just opened up the uh, Parksville Community Center and refurbished it completely, put two and a, two and a quarter million dollars into it. So we've been doing a lot, spruce up the community, if you will. So yeah, it's it's been great. It's exciting. So what's next for Parksville? Let's fast forward five years or ten years. Well, how does Parksville look ten years down the road? In your in your eyes, in your eyes. Yeah, it could, that's a really good question because there's two steps that I want to. And there's the obvious ones. We need to increase more affordable housing. We need another five or 600 units of affordable housing, which is either apartments or low price stratus. We need to improve our downtown core. And we do that by moving people into the downtown core. Right now, there's virtually nobody lives in the commercial section. I think we need four and five story buildings there with uh, commercial on the ground floor and residents above, you know, use the businesses downtown. We need to do that. You know, we need to find a way to hopefully convince the doc, uh, the doctors to come to Parksville. Hard sell, but maybe we can, you know, if we get four or five, we're, we're way ahead of the game. So there's lots for us to do here. Is there an industry that you, that you're kind of hopeful, uh, takes off in, in Parksville? We, we have one industry in Parksville. Well, we have two, sorry. Retirement is an industry, right? It really is. We have, what, five or six uh, retirement homes spread around the city. We're just opening up another uh, uh, unit here right beside City Hall with uh, 180 more um, rooms and, and, and so on. We, so retirement is, uh, is an industry, but tourism is our industry. It's the, all the hotels and, and the restaurants that are in Parksville create the jobs. And I, and I, just can't help but think, I, I know tourism probably lends itself to, to more young families coming to the area, but retirement, maybe less so. Is there the potential of, of introducing a new industry to the region? Pretty, pretty difficult to do in person. I, I'm always open to suggestions. First off, you start and you go, where do I put it? Because we're, we're almost up to the boundaries of our city to begin with. Secondly, where do I get the, the support staff for those industries? Uh, you know, there, there's things that we just can't bring in 300 workers into Parksville. They're, right. they're just not here. They're just not here. You know, in five years when we've increased the um, young families and we have that workforce here, then you and I will be having a different conversation. Well, Mayor, well, thank you so much. We we appreciate you taking the time out of your busy day to sort of educate us and sort of tell us more about all the exciting stuff there. But before we let you go, we have a six-pack of lighthearted questions we ask all of our guests to get to know you a okay. little bit better outside of the office. Do you have a few more minutes for us? I've got all the time in the world. Go ahead. The six-pack is powered by our good friends over at Red Point Law. Red Point Law, Corey, Tim, Falco, Scott, and the team, these are great people with a wealth of experience when it comes to commercial closings and private lending. And I just want to say, Corey, not to cut you off, they have a perfect five-star review on Google. 
So for all your commercial legal needs, visit them at redpointlaw.ca with offices in Vancouver and now open in downtown Kelowna. Okay, so number one is your favorite vacation spot. Well, next to Parksville. I mean, I got to qualify. St. <laughs> <laughs> Bart's Island in the Caribbean. Oh, good oh, spot. Good, one. good spot. Favorite restaurant or bar? And let's do Parksville edition. And you can pick a couple because you're in the mayor's chair there. Because we don't want you to, <laughs> oh, we're not no, going to force no, no. you to pick you're your favorite gonna, kid. You can't get me, you can't get me into that conversation. <laughs> that, just, you know, that, that, that one is... It, I've got an election coming up here in October. <laughs> well, <laughs> we, we can take the safe road and say two Tim Hortons. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, there's only one Tim Hortons in Parksville, but yeah, um, I, I do spend, I, I must admit, I, I spend some time in Tim Hortons. There's no doubt about that. <laughs> so we'll, we'll skip our, the, the favorite coffee question here and we'll go to number three. What are you, uh, do you have a movie recommendation or something you're, you're binge watching right now? Oh gosh. Yeah, I go through a ton of them. If I if I just want a no brainer to sit around, uh, probably any of the Marvel uh, movies are, are oh. you know they're the easy ones. <laughs> uh, just just went to see Elvis Presley last week at the uh, at the theater and you know saw that it was okay, but the, the, it, it's been kind of a little bit stagnant over the last couple of years because of the pandemic, for sure. Right. So, My favorite two shows, though, to answer your question, uh, West Wing. And the newsroom. Those are the two I've watched them about three or four times each without Good shows. exaggerating. Good shows. Yeah. So it's a sunny day in Parksville. You've had a couple glasses of wine. Someone puts a karaoke mic in front of you. What song are you singing? Oh, no, no. <laughs> There's no well, first off, I, I do play in a band, by the way. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. 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 In fact, we're playing that in the down in the park next Friday in the in the outdoor theater, my group and, and myself. But uh and they won't even give me a microphone, let alone. <laughs> <laughs> this boy don't sing. <laughs> well, what? And and next question, actually, this ties into it. But favorite type of music or or favorite band? I would tell you that my favorite band of all time is probably the Guess Who. And, oh, Winnipeg um, band. Yeah, exactly. I've, I've I've been watching them since Burton Cummings was sixteen years old and playing playing on the circuit, but. Uh, Favorite kind of music? I have two. I I I, I love um, time rock and roll. But I also love jazz too. That's a great one. Last question for you, Mayor. You find yourself on death row, unfortunately, and you're given one last final meal. What meal are you eating? My heritage is Arabic, so it would be a you know a variety of Arabic uh, foods. The great ones. Well, I'll tell you right now, my last meal would be 10 Justin Bieber Timbits because those are the best things I've had. <laughs> Thanks for bringing it full circle, Corey. Uh, so, yeah, that was well done. <laughs> uh, so, Ed, how can people find out more about, well, the city of Parksville and, and what you're up to? And uh, yeah, how can people learn more? You know, we've got a, a great, that's bad English. I'm sorry. We have a website that outlines a lot of what we have talked about today. And I think that's probably the best place to go for it. And if you can't find the answer, call me. All right. You know, I mean, I'm here. I'm here every day. Call me. I don't mind talking. I've seen that. That's incredible. That's the first time we've ever had uh, a mayor offer that up. That's uh, talk about en engagement. So that's uh, that's well, great. You know, our, my job. I I anticipate my job is being a communicator. I, I talk to the people. I, I want to hear what they have to say. Otherwise, how do I learn? Excellent. 
Thanks so much for having us. Yeah, okay. thanks, Ed. Take thanks, care. Ed. Take care. Bye now. And there you have it, folks. Our interview with Mayor Ed Main of Parksville. You know, really enjoyed that conversation with Ed. I wonder if he if he's a Guess Who fan. Presumably, he's uh, playing uh, rock and roll. You think band. so? Yeah, it was like, we, great. Didn't, we didn't ask him, but we, we should have gave him the opportunity to plug the show. Yeah, no kidding. The show. Well, here's what I here's what I wanted to ask, and I didn't didn't think it would be the right time to ask. But how many Tim bits does a Tim Horton sell on a weekly basis? I, I, I'd love to know that because every time I roll through the one by my house. Every donut I order, they're out of. Really, eh? Yeah, I order. I'm like, okay, can I get some of the Justin Bieber Tim bits? And I get the hold on one second, we'll check, and they come back and they say, oh, sorry, out. Gotta say, so when Sabrina, when my wife was in labor, we were at the hospital, and at BC Women's, there's like, it's like basically a Tim Hortons is what your option is for food in most cases. Yeah, I eat so many of those Tim bits. Oh, they're so good. But the Bieber ones are off the charts. They're amazing. Yeah. It's, they've really stepped up their Not, not only their is game. he your favorite artist, but he's also your it's favorite a, it's chef. It's a twofer now. Yeah, it's a, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Artist and chef. No, it, it's, a, it's, a, it's a welcome addition to uh, Tim Hortons there. So Ed, a couple things about that interview that really stood out to me is just how challenging it is to kind of pivot to try and get more families. Yeah. Like I, the more I think about that, the more I think about like, it's, it's just, how do you do that? How do you, you basically gotta, yeah, you have to focus on amenities like they're doing. Yeah. He's right about industries. It, it seems hard to reimagine Parksville as like making a play on tech or something to yeah, that effect. Yeah, no, right? I think it's too small. And I, you know, again, I don't know how this would sort of work, but if you're Parksville, do you go to Mayor Krogan and Nanaimo and say, we want to be your sister city where we're trying to attract families over here, but we realize that we just don't have the industries here to support those families just yet. Right. How can we attract families to come live here? But maybe there's some attractive work opportunities or business opportunities in the greater Nanaimo market that could come into like say New Spay or even Parksville. Mm -hmm. But you know, we're 20 minutes from Nanaimo. Right. How can we play on that fact? We're 40 minutes from the ferry. The ferry's at, you know, how can we sort of make this a region versus just, Parksville as a city, but I think getting things like community centers and all that stuff in there will just make it attractive. And for anyone who hasn't been there, it's gorgeous. Like it's absolutely gorgeous in Parksville. Well, do you think it could be a natural spinoff that that Parksville just ends up getting young families by by the fact that Nanaimo is a growing hub, right? Yeah, I mean, you think about totally. how much growth is happening right now in Nanaimo. We've talked about it on this program a lot, right? Yeah. And it is kind of that that maybe that halo effect of eventually. Uh, you know, affordability, everything else, people leaving the Nanaimo, people are going to want to commute and people are yeah. going to want to live in Parksville because it's beautiful. Well, I think if you look at like greater Victoria as well, and like you look at condo prices there, like there's been some projects that we've been a part of in the retail side, side of things that they're like 950 bucks a foot for condos. Right. So, you I mean, there's going to come a point where people are going to kind of get priced out of there and then they're going to go to Langford and they're going to get priced out of Langford then they're going to go to Nanaimo. And I mean, I think the more they move up to that mid-island region, you know, Parksville is such a beautiful option for them that if you can commute from Parksville to Nanaimo in 20 minutes or half an hour to get to your office, and then you have the luxury of going home and going for a walk along the beach at nighttime with your family, right. that's a pretty attractive thing. So, I mean, it, it does sound, he does sort of admit this, it is hard to sort of attract industry to Parksville, but with the great living community that it is, maybe there's some opportunities there to sort of play on the piggyback of the growth of Nanaimo, which has seen a lot of growth as of late in the commercial side of it. And there's a lot more developers that are looking to get into that market, which is just going to unfortunately push up housing prices there. Right. Exactly. 
Well, that's, uh, I guess, everything we got for today, Corey. But just quickly before uh, before we cut, how can people get in touch with you if they want to learn more about... Well, actually, you're going on vacation, but what about your team? Yep, they can reach us anytime at our Vancouver office at 604-428-5255. Let us know what you're looking for. We'll put you in touch with the best agent throughout the province for your needs. They can visit our website, williamwright.ca. They're always welcome to send me an email. Corey at williamwright.ca. Always happy to talk real estate. And then next week, Rod McKay is back to fill in for me. Oh, nice. So I'll be sitting there. So we're going to have the Vancouver Commercial Real Estate Rodcast next week. The Rodcast. The Rodcast. So make sure you're wearing your air rods and uh, <laughs> listening to the Rodcast because uh, he knows he definitely knows what he's doing when he... He's a character. He, he's a great guy. Yeah. Great guy to sit in. Absolutely. All right, guys. Well, have a great week and we'll see you next week. Thanks for listening. Subscribe today. 